are Locked On Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are Locked On Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski. I cover the Packers. For The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that 920-341-3775. The Green Bay Packers are the best team in the NFC and maybe very well, maybe the best team in the NFL. They beat the LA Rams 36 to 28 on Sunday afternoon in a game that wasn't that close. And that needs to be emphasized in this game. This, this was not a game that was a one score game. And the final score says it was a one score game, but, If you watched it, if you saw the Packers really dominate this game from start to finish and and turnovers can be a little fluky and I get that and and you look at, you know, I'm a big fan of yards per play and the Rams in this game 5.8 yards per play the Packers 5.1 yards per play part of that is because in the second half the Packers were playing very much in a uh, protect the lead mode. The Rams outscored the Packers 11 to zero in the fourth quarter in a game that was at that point, really not that close. The Packers come out and they get the early lead. They have a 20 to 17 halftime lead and they come out in the third quarter and they score 16 in the third. And the game is essentially over at that point. This was a game that the defense came through with big play after big play. And I understand 28 points. You're going to go defense. No, the defense was huge in this game, whether it was pressure, whether it was an interception in the case of Russell Douglas, the pick six, or it was a pass breakup. Russell Douglas had four pass breakups. Eric Stokes had two pass breakups. This Packers defense was terrific in this football game. And again, I understand the the, the score is going to say that they weren't, but if you watch the game, you saw the impact of this defense. And here is why the Packers are the favorites. The Packers are the favorites because they beat arguably the most talented team in the NFC. That team was something close to full strength. The Packers are not even close to full strength. No David Bakhtiari expected to come back in a couple weeks. No Jair Alexander potential to come back in a couple weeks. No Zadarius Smith. Hopefully he can come back this season. This team just beat the, the second, the third, the fourth best team in the NFC at home coming off a bye without three of their best, what, six, eight players? I mean, that is an incredible accomplishment for this team. And if you want to burnish Matt LaFleur's coach of the year credentials, 
This is the game to do it. This is the game to do it. What they were able to do in this contest was was remarkable. And I, I, I think that we we underestimate what can happen in a game where you don't have to play for everything, where you don't have to play for all of the the seating. And, and it's a game where the Rams are maybe feeling like they're a little bit more desperate than the Packers because they're coming off two losses in a row. That that could be something that you could, oh, well, that could happen. That could happen. And the Packers didn't let it happen. They they jump out to a big start in this game. And they are dictating tempo to the Rams. They come out, they get a stop. And the Packers, after, after they punt it away, they get a fumble that they're able to turn into a touchdown. That gets the Packers going. Those kinds of turnovers are, are not something that just every team you can just take for granted. That's not how this works. The Packers have been getting those turnovers, those, those momentum-building turnovers this season. And it is, you know, again, you create that with a sack fumble. Rashawn Gary, and this is something we talked about this week, especially late in the week, right? What did Rashawn Gary do the last time these teams played? He dominated that football game. He, I, I, you know, I don't want to say he dominated this game, but he created that fumble, that sack fumble that turned into the Packers' first touchdown. That is a real big-time impact play. And for the Packers, that set them on a path. And it gave them the opportunity then to play with a lead. Again, you you look at the yardages and you say, okay, this game was actually pretty close. But for those of us who watched it, the Packers score a touchdown. The next drive, the Rams, they go for it on fourth and one. Adrian Amos makes a terrific play to get the stop. The Packers get the ball back. They score a field goal. And I don't want to say it feels over, but it feels like a game that the Packers are in control of all the way through. From that point on, once the Packers score that first touchdown, the game is really never in doubt. To play a game without your best, with, 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 not, not okay, so they had some of us players, right? Obviously, you know, Aaron Rodgers plays, Devontae Adams plays, Kenny Clark plays, and is awesome. But to, but to play the way that they did in this game, to hang 36 points on a top 10 defense. To create turnovers off a team that, you know, they've been, they've given up some turnovers, but this is a really good offense. And, and the Rams, this is the other part of this. The Rams scored 28 in a game where they get two long touchdowns on shot plays, single coverage. Russell Douglas gets speed for a touchdown late. Shannon Sullivan gets beat for a touchdown early. Beyond that, 
This is a Packers defense that played terrific, terrific football. What is crazy about this to me is you look at this game and you go, okay, the Packers didn't play a complete, complete game. And yet they won this game handily. And again, I understand the the final score is going to say this was a one score game. This was not a one score game. Anyone who watched it knows this was not a one score game. And the Packers were able to get contributions from guys all over the field. I mean, we dedicated on Friday, we dedicated an entire block to Yash Nijman. He was terrific in this game. Aaron Rodgers finishes 28 of 45 for 307 and two touchdowns and only one sack officially. Randall Cobb, four for 95 and a touchdown before he gets hurt. He was awesome in this game. Devontae, eight for 104 on nine targets. Had a 43-yarder as well. Nijman also, by the way, had a fumble recovery. Was a big factor in this football game. Von Miller, was he, did he play? Are we sure? Leonard Floyd, did he play? Aaron Donald, did, did he play? Jalen Ramsey? J- did Jalen Ramsey play in this game? I missed it. I mean, I was there, but I missed it. Did he play? I thought he I thought he was the best. I thought he was the best. I was told he was the best. And the Packers, Packers hung 36 on this team. They did that. That's what I, I mean. I was I was told. I was told a lot of things. Vegas told me the Packers were underdogs in this game. That's what Vegas told me. That's what that's what Bet Online told me. That's what that's what the odds makers told me. And yet here they are. Here they are, nine and three. And I'm going to repeat it again. This is important. I'm going to repeat it again. Okay, ready? Look, I'm going to look right into the camera. Ready? The Green Bay Packers. I'm in my grandma's, my grandma's office, second bedroom. The Green Bay Packers are the favorites in the NFC, period, full stop. And, and, let me add this. The NFC is better than the AFC. Does anyone trust the Bills? You shouldn't. The Packers, if they have Aaron Rodgers, they beat the Chiefs you know, a couple weeks ago by two touchdowns. Who are the teams in the AFC that really frighten you? I understand the Patriots played terrific football on Sunday. Mac Jones is a rookie. And they don't really have playmakers on offense. The Packers, even without their best players, they beat the Rams handily. Handily. They beat the Cardinals on a short week. No Devontae Adams, no Alan Lazard, plus all of the players who didn't play who may be coming back. This is the best team in the NFL. The Green Bay Packers are the best team in football. Matt LaFleur is the coach of the year. I'm I'm out. We're done. I'm done. I'm done. Matt LaFleur is the coach of the year. Make your case. 
Make your case through all the injuries to win these monster games without superstar players, without quote-unquote being all-in. And the Packers are 9-3. and three. They are at the top of the NFC. I understand a game behind the Cardinals with whom they have the tiebreaker. The Green Bay Packers are the best team in football. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for, you know, other stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to get all of your TV together. Finally, it's called direct TV stream and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, no, I know contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with direct TV stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. And look, uh, finding snacks is hard. In fact, as someone with a kid that I want to find healthy things for, it is nearly impossible to find a, a snack that tastes delicious, that everyone in your family is going to want to eat, and that is also going to make you good about giving it to them. Well, just the, just the cheese brings you all of that. And that's why I started eating just the cheese. Just the cheese brings you cheese, 100% cheese. No fluff, no filler, no nonsense, like you've never had it before as a salty baked snack. It's cheese and crackers, but without the crackers, which means without the unnecessary carbs. My favorite, the jalapeno and the, the cheese jalapeno has got that, that spice. And it's still got that crunch, that crackle. And this is the other thing that I really like. No complicated recipes. No almond flour that makes you feel like you're eating health food. Just natural cheese baked until it's crunchy to give you that great taste of Wisconsin cheese with the crackle of the cracker. And, and Locked on Packers listeners, go support all kinds of Wisconsin businesses. Just the cheese. A quick trip. We had we were at we were tailgating before the game. And the guys next to us needed, they needed buns. We said, go, go, go to Quick Trip. We should have told them to get some just the cheese. So here's the thing about the Packers. And I understand there's going to be some questions and Mason Crosby, you know, misses a kick to help ice it. And that's going to be further consternation. By the way, he he made two other kicks. Did I understand the punt early in the game when they could have kicked the field goal? No, I didn't really. But this team... They can beat you in so many different kinds of ways. And look, I get it. You know, you, you, you look at the stats and you say, okay, well, the run game didn't, they didn't really impact the game. 32 of, you know, for 92 for a touchdown. That's under three yards of carry. Aaron Jones coming back off injury. He's 10 for 23. No one had to run longer than eight yards. But what I thought was so crucial in this game is the Packers stuck with it. They stuck with the run game. They stuck with their game plan. And they they were not they were not uh they 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 were not impatient in this game. Rodgers was not forcing it down the field when it wasn't there. 
He had some chances, in fact, to get it down the field and, and was just not able to make accurate throws in those spots. They more than more than one receiver down the field that he just was not able to make accurate throws to. This this is I, I think a really important step for this team because they're they're coming in here going, run the ball, be patient. And give yourself an opportunity to make the plays in the red zone that you need to make. And and the Packers red zone offense. They didn't they didn't play their best by any means. They go three of five in the red zone. And they end up having to kick, you know, the field goals that make this game seem uh, less close than it was. This game was was really not that close. The Packers dominated this game from start to finish. That's something that that they still are going to need to work on. It's something that they still need to figure out as they move forward here. But what is, I think, really remarkable here is they're able to find ways to score enough to win. Despite the fact that the red zone offense was not terrific in this game. Despite the fact that they had an early turnover that leads to the Rams getting an opportunity to score. I mean, it was one of those things where I was going, all right, Green Bay, you got to, you got to figure this out. And they get the fumble. And you're just like, wait, they can't, they can't have really, they can't have really done that. Like, like, like Amari Rogers was supposed to be the problem here. And it turned out, you know, you 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 get this situation where he goes out, Randall Cobb comes in, and he has an issue. Packers special teams. Now the Packers special teams come back, they make a play. The defense comes back, they make a play, they create a sack fumble in this game, they create a pick six in this game. And this is this is, I think, the the important part of this. No Jair Alexander on the field. No Zadarius Smith on the field. Rasul Douglas comes through with a pick six. Rashawn Gary comes through with a sack fumble. Chris Barnes makes a terrific play to pick up a fumble. Being opportunistic is not a fault by any means, especially when you're going to be a team that is going to say, we don't want you to be able to make big plays. And the Packers were able to create those negative plays that make up for the big plays that they allowed. So you got the two big play touchdowns. By the way, Eric Stokes, awesome in this game. Shannon Sullivan and Russell Douglas give up the long touchdowns. Eric Stokes was Tremendous, continues to be tremendous. And if Eric Stokes and and Jair Alexander are your top two corners, you are in so, so great a position in the NFC and the NFL. They were able to, to create opportunities for themselves because this team has playmakers. And that's the thing. This team last year, until the end of the year, they really couldn't get in these big moments the big plays that they needed. But but in this game, 
you know, they only get two sacks. And they only have the one TFL. But they get their hands on eight passes. They hit Matthew Stafford five times. They create the pick six. And Preston Smith recovers a pair of fumbles. This turns into a terrific game for the Green Bay defense, creating turnovers. Chris Barnes also able to get that fumble. So if you're able to get those turnovers, that that difference play to play is not the same. Green Bay able to create those big plays. And in these moments, this is something we've talked about all season. On third down, in the red zone, in these big games, you need your big play guys. You need your star players to come through. And last year in the NFC Championship game, they just didn't get enough of that. They didn't get their star players to come through for them. And, you know, it's not like, it's not like Darnell Savage was, was killer in this game. Kenny Clark though, huge. Eric Stokes played terrific. Devontae Campbell, you know, you didn't hear his name called a lot, but he's really solid. The safeties, they're, they're very good. And then you get one guy who is taking that next step, Rashawn Gary. He becomes a star in this game and that's what you get from him. That's what you get. He creates that monster play. He's also great in the run game all day. Preston Smith in the right place at the right time. This Packers team has the players to create those splash plays to change games. And offensively, they showed the wherewithal to capitalize on those plays. Now, did the Packers always you know, have... Everything that that you'd want them in those situations, did they always turn those turnovers into touchdowns? No. And that's what's crazy about this game. The Packers beat a very, very good Rams team coming off a bye, a team that desperately needed to win. Green Bay scores 36 in a game where they could have, they could have, honestly, they could have had 50. They settle for field goals in situations where they could have had touchdowns in the red zone. They miss a field goal. I mean, this, this could have easily been a, a sort of 45-28 kind of game. And I think this team, when they get the opportunity to play with, with all of their guys, if they can play a complete game, this was not a complete game. They beat a really good team at home without their without some of their best players Without playing a complete game, that's what's so crazy about this. That is why I stood in front of this camera, in front of everyone, and said, this is the best team in the league. Because they were able to do this in this game without so many pieces. With their guys, with Aaron Jones, something close to healthy. With Aaron Rodgers, closer to healthy. With Al Nazard, who was terrible in this game. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Alan Lazard was terrible in this game. Coming back off an injury. You have to feel like the shoulder injury is part of the deal. They they beat a really good football team. Dominated, really. I mean, the game was never in doubt. And they did it 
without playing their best game. That is incredible. And it speaks to the quality of this football team. It's here the best Monday of the year, Cyber Monday. <laughs> Giggity. And Built.com is the place to aim your mouse. Get at least 20% off everything delicious and healthy. That's 20% off site-wide and even bigger discounts off Built Boost, Built Broth, and Built Swag. A brand new Built Bar flavor just landed just in time for Cyber Monday. Caramel Almond Delight. Oh, my goodness. Delivers on the promise. Caramelized chocolate. Check. Almonds. Check. Delightful. Double check. Be sure to get yours before they're gone. And this season, maybe you're craving white chocolate. For a limited time, get a special new Built Bar Puffs flavor white chocolate cheesecake. We're talking protein treat filled with a marshmallow center covered in white chocolate. You guys, this thing. So it is so good. Get to built the get to built.com for these incredible tasting new bars and 20% off everything. Head to built.com and enter promo code lock20 before it's too late. And it's Thanksgiving. You know what that means. Football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet Online has you covered all holiday season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all your sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code locked on. And it's not just football. Bet Online has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Las Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. The Packers go into the bye week as the number two seed in the NFC as we stand here, as we are recording here, and they have the tiebreaker with the Cardinals, who are the lone two-loss team in the NFC. And Cyrus brings up a great point. Brian Gutekunst as the executive of the year. There is a case it is a it is a pretty simple, straightforward case. Honestly, the Packers were able to convince Aaron Rodgers to come back. That would have been the case against Brian Gutekunst. On you know, obviously, Goody for whatever part he played in the Aaron Rodgers drama. You go, okay, well, it's going to create a problem. Well, this is maybe the best team in the NFL. They bring in Russell Douglas. Monster in this game. Been terrific. Devondre Campbell, they bring in. He's been terrific. Monster in this game. They bring in Royce Newman. He's been up and down, but was very good in this game. John Runyon Jr., who Brian Goodkins brought in. Very good. Yosh Nijman held his own in this game. No question about it. Von Miller, Leonard Floyd. Do they play in this game? Are we sure? Can someone double check? Do they play in this game? I, we, we should probably double check. Do they play in this game? A.J. Dillon was a stud in this game, not just in the run game, but in the passing game. He gets a passing touchdown. I was told he could not be a factor in the passing game. Five catches, 21 yards. And a touchdown, Eric Stokes, first-round pick. Plays terrific in this game. Brian Gutekunst, pick. I don't know. Sounds like an executive of the year to me. And in an offseason where everything was supposed to be stacked against this team. They come through and they find a way to continue to push through 
through the injuries. You've got to play backups. You've got to figure this all out. Russell Douglas plucked off a practice squad. Devondre Campbell plucked off the street. You know, uh, uh, Josiah DeGuara, by the way, has a couple big catches in this game. He was a draft pick a year ago in that Jordan Love draft. So this is a team built in the image of Brian Gutekunst. They are at where they are right now in large part because of what he's done. I, Aaron Rodgers for MVP, I think it's a little bit harder argument to make. You want to make the case for both Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst for coach of the year and executive of the year. I think, I think that's an easy one in this situation. My wife says that my Krolls is getting cold in the chat. So that means uh, I appreciate everyone who has come here and been a part of this um, in green Bay. Thanks to everyone who reached out. So they wanted to come say hi. Um, and, and I appreciate all of you uh, a lot to come on, on this bye week. We're still going to have a normal schedule this week, although no opponent Thursday, we'll, we'll just have some, some friends on and we'll, and we'll talk and we'll have a great time. Here's what I need you to take away from all of this. Ready? The Green Bay Packers are the best team in the league. Matt LaFleur is the coach of the year and Brian Gutekinds is the executive of the year. Am I missing anything? Oh, and, and the Packers are Super Bowl favorites. Ready? That's it. That's it. Thanks to everyone who makes Lockdown Packers their first listen of the day. Every day, we love you. Thank you so much to everyone that is a part of this community. This, this community is... I am, I'm a little overwhelmed by it, but thank you guys so much. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and uh, we're going to be back uh, the rest of the week. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Whenever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up with the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers. <laughs>